What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome Whee! in to CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up. There you see it in the top right corner. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My friend, Big Dave, is at Bow. B-A-W-L Sports. I'm attractive. Our pal and producer, Joey Spathis, rocking the controls. Joseph. He is at Joey Spathis. Joey 1K. We are CHO underscore Bulls on the Twitter machine. Our oh. guy, Will the Go Gottlieb, will join us later on in tonight's post-game show live 21. from the United Center. 21. Bulls lose the game. They lost the battle, Dave, uh-huh. but they won the war. Why do you sound so excited about this? Because they <laughs> lost to the Hawks 123-105. to Uh-huh. But an Orlando Magic loss to the Cavs tonight that went final before the Bulls-Hawks game was uh-huh. over. Say it. Cemented the Bulls' play-in ticket. Which, with tonight's loss and the Raptors winning yeah. and the Hawks winning yeah. and the Bulls now being two games back of each of those teams in Double eighth dose. and ninth, basically all but cemented themselves into the 10th and last Boom. play-in spot. Boom. With We're in that game and that effort that they put forth tonight. Yeah. I believe the name, I, I believe the term trap game was thrown around in pregame. Yeah, it, that's not a trap game. I, I don't know why people call that a trap game at all. You played the Atlanta Hawks, the team you knew you had to play to get ahead. It's not a trap, okay? That was the team you had to beat. You knew what you were going up against. We sat here in pregame and told you that they are better without Trey Young. I sat there and told you this. Shout out to my man Drew Stevens once again from the Bigs. Told you once again they are better when Trey Young is not with them. I told you this. Bogdanovich always kills the Bulls. I told you this as well. The Bulls did not come out with that fire, that ferocity that they were supposed to come out with, Matt. The score was Bogdanovich 11, Bulls 2. In this the first trap, trap the game, game is a crazy term to use, considering if there's one thing we should know about this team, it's they can literally lose to anybody on any given night. Correct, right. correct. And this it's hard to be a night. trap game when you are trailing that team in the standings. Yeah, seriously. No, it's a trap game. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> when they're ahead of you, that's not a trap game, guys. Not a trap game. They just took an ass whipping from this team tonight, man. And honestly, I'm, I wish I could be super mad about it. I'm not happy, and we'll get into it. I'm not happy with how, the effort I saw tonight. I'm not happy with a few players, and I'm definitely getting into that shit. But the Bulls are in the play-in. We are going to the pre-postseason, as Matt called. I told you, Joey. Joey, I told you to get some hats, didn't I? Go ahead and get that out your system, Matt. Come on, Matt. Get out your system. There it is. I told you, Joe. That's a, that's a sarcastic happy hat throw but is I'm what just that saying, is. You have to be prepared. <laughs> Joey, they right there. They over there, Joey. How can you not? You got to be prepared because you know the hats <laughs> will be tossed by this gentleman this over here. This team is dumb as Look shit. Look at him. Yeah, that wasn't sarcastic at all. Oh, this team <laughs> is so dumb. sarcastic at all. He Biggest had game of the year. Yep. You win this game. Go ahead, Then man. you got the tiebreaker. You got a chance for eighth and a really good chance for ninth. Yeah. But no. But no. You give that effort. You come out that flat. I saw a tweet from Casey Johnson of NBC Sports Chicago quoting Zach Levine after this game saying, I think they just wanted it more. Ooh. Well, why the F did they want it more? This game meant everything to you. Yeah, seriously. You can't say that shit. idiots. That is a horrible thing to say right there. (laughs) They wanted it more? Oh, my God. 
they beat them in every way possible, Matt. Like, they really did. So, 55% oh from the field for the Hawks, 46% for the Bulls. 10 of uh, 28 from three, mm. 7 of 31 mm. for the Chicago Bulls. That's so, 35 to 22. 35 is nothing to write home about. Just another classic night of the Bulls shooting 22% from behind the three-point line. 22%. Yes, they should, the Bulls shot one more free throw than them, but guess what? 7 to 19 for the Hawks, 16 of 20 for the Chicago Bulls. Now let's get into the rebound. Let's do that. Let's do this right here. Defensive rebounds, 41 to 26 was the defensive rebounds. So they out-rebounded them totally. 48 to 32 was the rebounding total. Hawks win. How about we get into assists? What even without Trey Young? Ooh. 26 to 16. You want to do blocks? 7 to 6. Ooh, do points in the paint. Do points in the paint next. <laughs> you want to do points in the paint next? Yeah, yeah. You want to go there? Yeah. You want to go there? Yeah. 68 to 52. <laughs> oh, my sweet Lord in heaven. What was that? Fucking team. How about turnovers? We do that right there. They even had 16 turnovers to the Bulls, 8. Didn't even goddamn matter. It did not matter. And the matter. Bulls did score off the turnovers again, sure. just like they did against the Grizzlies. Like they've been but doing. Right. They've been, they've been scoring off the turn on the team. It doesn't matter when you can't hit a shot. When you're under 50% from the field, we ain't going to talk about the threes. When you're under 50% from the field against a team, I don't care if it's the Hawks or the Jamaica Saints. It don't matter who you playing. <laughs> you're Hartford under Whalers. 50%. Or the Montreal Expos. Or the Calgary Flames. Shout out to I got Mario. Or the Alouettes. It don't matter. Shout out Mark Tressman. Oh, shout out. <laughs> shout out. The Rocket Ishmael. It, it, don't matter. it don't matter who you playing. If you're under 50% from the field, you will struggle and suffer. 46% is ridiculous. And the Bulls took more shots than them. Obviously, I'm sure that was at the end of the game why they took more shots than them, man. But 41 of 89 compared to 48 of 86. Bogdan Bogdanovich, as you pointed out, Matt, had more points than his whole team of the Chicago Bulls. He went on a run by his goddamn self. <laughs> like, that lets you know where it was. They didn't come out with that fire. They didn't come out with that ferocity. I told you, Matt. Before they went into the second quarter, I said, if they get the single digits, they have a shot. They didn't do that. Mm -mm. And then I even went even further. I said, well, let me give them a whole other quarter just because I enjoy this is my team. If they get the single digits, they'll have a shot. They didn't do that shit either. I was like, this game's over. <laughs> Early. I was like, this game's done. We're done. We're finished. It's out of here. The Bulls did not have it tonight, Matt, and they paid dearly for it. That's what happened. You saw it. I mean – it, like it's it's a lot of the same things that plagued this team and have plagued them all season. Mm -hmm. you, you went over all of the categories in which the Bulls got beat tonight. Obviously, the three point thing is regular. Sure, um, the defensive rebounding Ooh. issue has been a somewhat new one, Ooh. sort of like out of the All Star break. Because the Bulls, if you recall, in the first half, first two thirds of the season, were one of the elite defensive rebounding teams in the NBA. They were. That has gone to shit. Over the last 10 games or so. Yes, it is. And, I mean, those two things combined, you let the Hawks score at will in the paint. You can't grab a rebound to save your life. Oh my God. And you can't hit a three to save your life. All of your life. 
great. Oh, yeah, great. that was that was God laughing. Did you hear that thundercloud? <laughs> that thunderclap above us just now? Yo, that was loud as that, shit. That was the <laughs> Almighty One's opinion of the Bulls' performance tonight. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, oh the Almighty God. One isn't a fan of cursing the same way I am, but that was his version of cursing <laughs> just now. Oh, my God. I just saw a stat line. My God, I can't wait to dig into this later. Um, but, yeah, man, nothing worked for the Chicago Bulls tonight. And this is a game that, again, meant everything yeah. to your season and what happens next. Yeah, and they did not have, again, <laughs> the Hawks did not have their all-star point guard in the game tonight. And I pointed out during the pregame, that they they are they play better when they don't have Trey Young. That's still not an excuse. I was just pointing out the facts. They're plus eight when they don't. Again, shout out to my man Drew Stevens from the Bigs. He pointed out that they play better when they don't have Trey Young. That is still not an excuse. Mm-mm. This team, as Matt said to you, is a definition of mediocrity. They are definition of average. They are along the board. They have been, to borrow your phrase, betwixt the cheeks betwixt. of 500 for 72 days. <laughs> yeah, that's what they are. So it's no excuse when you don't have him or they didn't have DeAndre Hunter either. They didn't have any of these guys tonight, but they still were able to perform and do what they do. Listen, I talked about John Collins in, in the pregame, how he struggled. The man had nine points and six rebounds and two assists, but still, in fact, I'm sorry, three of nine from the field, all of two from three. That man was still a plus 11, Matt. <laughs> he was still a plus 11. Against this squad out here tonight, their entire starting five was all positive. Positives in the double digits. They had one player. Is this right? Yes. They had one player in the negative, and that was the dude, Forrest, who was kicking the Bulls' (laughs) ass in the third quarter. He was a minus three. He was the only one that was in the negative column when it came to the plus minus, man. So, yeah, it was ass whippings aplenty for the Chicago Bulls tonight. They did not come out with that fire. They did not come out with a team of as a team of urgency, they didn't come out like they wanted to win. You know, it was a couple of players yeah. on the Bulls that I saw had that. But as a whole, they didn't come out as that squad. I'm going to give some credit to the Hawks, too, because I thought they played solid defensively. They said, we're going to leave Patrick Beverly open if he wants to do his thing. If he's going to be the one to beat us, cool. Patrick, I'm sorry, Patrick Beverly was 3 of 7 from the three-point line. 42%. Solid, right? But, again... Those are shots you'll give up every day of your life. If Patrick Beverly is the one, fine. Every time he chucked a three from the corner, I was like, oh, God. You didn't believe go. it. But I'm saying he played, he scored 11, which is great. Like I said, 3 of 7, 43 is solid. It's mm-hmm. great. Looks good on paper. But if you're watching the game and you saw him miss like four of those in a row, that is what destroys the morale of your team. Do you remember the two straight possessions, Matt, when Patrick Beverly got the steal, went to the bucket, missed? And then right on the next possession, Kobe White gets the steal, goes to the bucket, miss. And then what happens? They come back down and score. Mm -hmm. It was so many swings tonight Mm -hmm. for the Hawks. It was either a four-point swing or five-point swing. It was so many different kinds of swings tonight that allowed them to get this victory, man. I mean, the Hawks came out as the team that understood they had to do what they had to do. But guess what? The Bulls did not. And every time I, I was, you know, sitting there just laughing, but you were invested in this of game. Of course. And 
it like the Bulls would get it down to eight or seven. Uh, and then it was like you needed them to either get a stop or convert on the other end yeah. to just chip down into that really like, okay, wait, we're like one or two possessions away from stealing this game maybe. Right. And they could, they could not do it. Yeah. They could not get the sequence of stop, like offensive execution and a bucket mm -hmm. anywhere in the back end of that third quarter or that fourth quarter. Yeah, at it all. It was like man. it was asking too much of the Bulls to do both of those things. <laughs> it, was, it was a tough ask to ask it seemed to, to play defense. Anytime you thought they were maybe flirting with an emphatic comeback, we're going right. to take this game, right. take this ninth seat. Hawks built that lead back up to yeah. 10 or 12. And, and, and then beyond. I wish I could sit there, Matt, and say the Hawks are the reason the Bulls lost this game, but they just took what the Bulls gave them, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, the Bulls said, okay, we're going to make these defensive stops and miss layups. Okay, we'll make these defensive stops and miss these threes. We'll make these defensive stops and turn it over. We'll get a charge. We'll dribble off our foot. And then we'll capitalize on that shit. It wasn't like the Hawks came out here with a game plan to beat the Bulls. The Bulls kind of was whooping their own ass and then the Hawks said, oh, y'all don't want to win? Well, fine, we'll take it. You know what I mean? Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich always kills the Bulls, all right? That's what he does. Usually it comes in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. This time it came in the first. They He set the tone, you know, for the team early on. Billy Donovan's calling timeouts early on, you know what I mean, to try to stifle and try to give the Bulls some, you know, up and try to give the Bulls something. Didn't happen, man. It did not happen for this team. And – Everybody's to blame on it, man. Like I said, if you're going to give them the love for the wins, you got to give them shit for the losses. And it's more shit to give for these losses, man. For real. That was an ass whooping. They scored 105. They give up 123. Remember how good the Bulls have been? You saw how good they've been the last five games defensively. You saw it. We saw the numbers and the advanced numbers of how good they have been in these past five games. It wasn't available tonight, man. You had it at home. You were at home. You know, and you came out and you performed that kind of way. Everybody did. Everybody sucked performing that kind of way. It was a couple players that didn't. I'm going to get to them in a second. But, my God, everybody came out as a whole, and they weren't ready to play basketball. You know what I mean? Like, they forgot mm. it was a game tonight. Uh, here's another Zach Levine quote for you uh, from Casey Johnson. On the Hawks, uh, Bulls opponent season high allowed 70 points in the paint. Didn't guard the ball. Didn't rotate, didn't rebound. Nope. Guess what? That's how you lose. <laughs> Ipso facto. Ipso facto. That's how you lose a basketball game. And the reason it's so frustrating because we know how big this game was for them tonight. This was the game they had to get if they were trying to make these moves and get on up into that eighth seed. It just feels like now we're locked in. You know, we're going to get that 10th seed, and that's it. Because like you said, we're two games back. With, four, with three games to go? Mm -hmm. Three games to go, and your next three game to is go, a back-to-back -back against back. the best team in the entire Eastern We got to play Conference. Giannis and the Bucks tomorrow who are, night. Who are still playing for something. Mm -hmm. So they're coming to destroy you. you they, know what I'm they, saying? they want that one you. seed. They want yes. the Conference Finals to go through Milwaukee. Yeah, they want to destroy that shit right now, man. So they're coming to lock this shit down. And you have to go against this. This is why this victory was so important for the Chicago Bulls. But... They didn't get it done tonight, man. And for whatever reason, that team wasn't ready. The Bulls were not ready, and they showed it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and look, I mean, we, you know, we talked earlier, like, 
last week about, hey, maybe the Bucks game is a winnable game for the Bulls because maybe the Bucks are resting people at yes. that point. Yes. So the Bucks coming into tomorrow night's game have a three-game lead on the Celtics, one seed over two seed. Tomorrow night's game for the Bucks could be the, the clincher. Win this, yep. and we've got the one seed locked yep. Yep. game. Yep. I wonder if they'll they'll be motivated. <laughs> they'll uh, be ready. They'll be ready. Will the Bulls be ready? And and look, uh, our guy Mark K uh, fighting back against some fellow Bulls fans in the comments here, pointing out that the Bulls across the season are the eighth highest net rated team in first quarters this season. Yeah. So the so like the slow start, the coming out flat, that had been a thing for Bulls teams of the past and even yeah. like in some games last season. But this season, they have been, for the most part, a strong first quarter team. Correct. So why, in a game that, for the third time, means everything to your season <laughs> and maybe postseason, yeah. do you come out like that? Why? How about... Toss that. Can I, can, I, can I point out, my man Alice Caruso came out. Man. <laughs> Alice Caruso came out early, what, three fouls? Well, right. In, in that first quarter. And I, Bulls fans have, having differing opinions on the challenge of yeah. his second foul. You were not a fan no. of really challenging it's that. It's the first quarter. No, what, you don't challenge that. What if he wins that challenge and instead of two fouls, Caruso has one and doesn't leave halfway through the second quarter with risky. three fouls? It's too risky. You're too risky of yeah. a proposition. Game you wasn't close enough that. for a pivotal challenge late in the fourth quarter anyway. It wasn't. So. Fine. But you, I'm not taking that challenge, man. Like that early in the game, you go ahead and say, fuck it. You say, screw it. Go ahead. Deal with that. We'll move on. Because, again, one, you lost. <laughs> you took the L to that challenge. All right? Never lost. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> you took the L to that challenge. All right? I, I'm not doing it that early. It's just it would have to be super blatant and obvious for me to say, okay, we're going to stop this right now. And, again, I'm not doing it for Alex Caruso in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. Y'all can love him all you want. I'm not doing it for a role player that early. Zach Levine? DeMar DeRozan? Yes. I'm calling that shit. But Caruso, bro, you guys got to learn to play with three fouls. All right? You got to deal with that. Uh, <laughs> yes, I don't think Caruso could do that. Well, well guess what? He's just gonna have to learn. You're gonna learn today. You, you, <laughs> He's gonna learn today, Matt. I'm not taking, I'm not giving that up. It is the first quarter. I'm not giving that up for Alice Caruso. I gotta, no, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. So, you, you don't put a saddle on a Bronco. Today. No, Matt. That's what I'm saying. So, why would I try? Hey, guess how many points Caruso ended up with tonight, Matt? Zero. <laughs> Zero. I'm not doing that. 19 minutes, zero points. What? Are you kidding me? He had five rebounds and one assist. Come on, dude. I'm not doing that. 0-1 from the three-point line, 0-2 from the field. Dude was a minus 12. I'm not calling no – I don't even want to yell. But, yes, man, I'm not doing that for Alex Caruso is all I'm trying to tell you right now. He had a horrible game tonight. I don't want to put this all on him. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying we – our strength mm -hmm. is our backcourt defense. Mm -hmm. That's the strength, Matt. And it was not a strength tonight. It was a burden. It was a burden tonight, man. They recognized it early, and they went inside. Like John Collins, I saw getting off. Bogdanovich, oh, my God, was kicking your punk ass tonight. He was doing his thing, man. So if that's going to be the case, then I'm not making those calls early on. For me, I'm reading the game. 
and I'm looking at it, and I'm seeing how Bogdanovich is going and doing his thing, I'm going to need everything I got going later into the game. So I'm not going to try to make that challenge early on in the first quarter for Alice Caruso, who you see didn't have it like that. He didn't. He didn't have it like that for the Chicago Bulls tonight, man. So I'm not going to make that call for him, man. But that's just me. Again, this is why I'm sitting here yelling at y'all, <laughs> you know, doing what I do because I'm not an NBA coach. But that's just my decision, man. But, yeah, man, the Bulls suffered. They suffered for it, and it, it plagued them all night long. It, it did. Um, let's take our, our first break here. When we come back, we'll get to – all y'all's uh, super chats that I see we have waiting in the wings. Uh, we'll talk some more about tonight's loss. I do want to touch on the games that we saw from Pat and Io specifically. Oh, yes. Talking about the young guys. Oh, um, yes. Like, plenty to say oh, about yes. the games that those two had. Yes, we do. We'll do that. While Let's we are sharing some words from our friends and sponsors, y'all could do us a quick, simple favor yes. and hit that thumbs up button if you're watching along with us on YouTube. Mm. We would greatly appreciate it. Helps us out a lot. And, of course, make sure you are subscribed to that CHGO Sports YouTube channel. Big Dave. Yeah. This week, yeah. one of the favorites of the CHGO sponsor family Who that has returned. Grace. Shady. What, Joey? They never understood. They, they don't never get it, understood. They don't get it. Never understood. They don't get it. They understand, man. They never understood. Shady Rays, y'all. They looked at y'all eyes and they said, look, we want to put some premium polarized shades over your face. But you said, oh, my God. Every time somebody tells us that, they want to charge us an arm and a leg. You ever seen them Tom and Jerry car cartoons where they have to actually sign a contract for their arm and leg? That's what people were doing just to wear some premium polarized shades. Shady Ray said, chop, chop, karate chop, them contracts in half. You don't need to do that no more. You can take in the sun with guilt, with gear built to last. Shady Ray's has got you covered with them premium polarized shades. Guess what? At an affordable price. Independent glass, sunglass company, y'all, that offers world-class product. That is just as good as any expensive pair that you have ever put on your sexy face. I promise you that. Durable frames, extremely clear optics, and all of it is done for outdoor adventures. But that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. And I call it the matte peck lost and broken replacing plans let's say your glasses right on that hat right there whoopsie whoopsie woo guess what whoopsie woo. <laughs> whoopsie woo every pair of sunglasses y'all backed by that lost and broken replacements plan if you break them glasses even on the first day that you got them guess what they told us and they whispered it to our ear real low they said this to us they'll send you a brand new pair no questions asked hand it right to you so go ahead Put them rays on with confidence. You see how I got them on with confidence right here? That's why. Because they have your back after you purchase, y'all. Oh, it's sexy. So, exclusively for the listeners out there, Shady Rays is giving you the best deals of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use that promo code CHGO for 50% off of one, two pairs, two plus pairs. Of those polarized shades. Try yourself the shades rated one, two, three, four, five stars by over 250 
thousand people. How about you save you some money? Quarter mil. That's a quarter mil. Quarter <laughs> mil. How about you save yourself some money and look as cool as my man Matt Peck does, hey. y'all? You can do both of them things at the same time if you rock with Shady Rays, where the Rays are oh so shady. Oh, so damn shady, oh, so Dave. damn shady, man. So damn shady. Ow. 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 I missed that one. Hey, Cody. Welcome back. <laughs> oh, Cody's still here. Hey, Cody's bud. still here. Why are you still here? Oh, you waiting for his Uber? Oh, because you, you fancy like that? No, it's <laughs> So you are fancy like that. I, I highly advise you do not electric scooter home in this <laughs> thunderstorm. Did you think about it? Seems like a bad idea. It feels like you thought about it, though. It feels like it didn't, it didn't cross your mind? Okay. All right. All right. That's a man with, with, with a person who loves him in his life. It's true. He would not do that. You know who deserves to electric scooter home in the rain? <laughs> Who's that? Man? The Chicago Bulls. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my Speaking God. Speaking of electric. Who that, Matt? electric we love our friends at comment don't yes, we? we do matt we love the people at comment oh they are attractive. and their energy efficiency program they're amazing which is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve save money and energy two of my favorite things to save comment offers free facility assessments that can help find energy saving opportunities whether it's lighting hvac systems commercial kitchen equipment or industrial processes. Ooh. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. Right. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on for you immediately. Each projection will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, buco bucks, Project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback plans. So here's what you do. Don't wait on saving money and energy. Again, two things, money and energy, Those. both getting saved Woo. by you by going to comed.com slash poweringbiz. That's B-I-Z biz for your free facility assessment. One more time, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. Oh. So attractive. The shades, Matt, just make you look so much more menacing. Oh, so damn shady. They are so damn shady. I feel like more than a million bucks when I'm wearing Shady Ray sunglasses. You look like Especially you Especially inside at night. You cannot <laughs> wait to put on a tank top oh. and some Burks. That's what them glasses look oh. like right now. You can't wait. The tank and the Burks that go oh. along with the shadies? You can't wait. You cannot wait. God damn. You can't wait, dog. And you know what? Last summer, we did not get our wonderful, wonderfully generous free pairs of Shady Rays. Shout out. From the people of Shady Rays. Yes. Until basically the summer was over. Right, 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 right. So, you know, I had my whatever pair of sunglasses sure. that I was, but now the ensemble is going to be complete. Ooh. The summer pack ensemble. Oh. With the shady rays now. Oh. Going to be unstoppable. Matt Berkshire. I'm going to be like the Hawks scoring the paint tonight. Matt Berkshire. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. 70 points in the paint for Matt Peck. Um, you know who also was playing with a little bit of shady rays swag tonight, Dave? Who's that, Matt? Patrick Williams. Oh, my Can Lord. Can we talk about his game for a Sweet second? Sweet cream on an ice cream sandwich. And, and it's like, again, it's an infuriating roller coaster of <laughs> loving and believing in Patrick Williams 
And coming out of a game where you look at Patrick Williams and you say, young man, what the hell did you do tonight? <laughs> if anything. But tonight was a Pat did stuff night, Dave. It was, Matt. He balled. Pat did out. stuff. He did stuff. And again, when he's got it going and he's doing his thing, I love it so much because it's not the same thing every single time. He scores in a variety, in a myriad of ways. Tip back dunks, mm. three point shots, mid range pull ups, hooks, mm. one handed joints, offensive rebounds and putbacks. He does it so many ways. Dude, the move he made, it was two moves he made tonight. Well, I looked at you and I said, those are NBA moves. Mm -hmm. Those are NBA moves that he just put on somebody. The confidence that he played with, the offensive rebound he got, and then man, the putback dunk the one that before he had the dunk. with it. That was fierce shit, man. That was, yes, with a capital F. <laughs> that was awesome what he did out there tonight. The turnaround, the the, the shimmy, shake, fade away that he hit on somebody, vicious. The couple dribble pull-up that he hit, that he always does, man, awesome on that, man. He was on point tonight, and he was also playing defense as well. Mm -hmm. He was also trying to create that kind of havoc. Two steals, two blocks. Boom. He did his thing tonight, man. He really was out there like, oh, my God, Patrick Williams is a player. Something we've been talking about for a long time. You know what I mean? We just want to see, as we keep saying, we just want to see him put it together on a consistent basis because you know it's there. This is another game to let you know that it's there. And depending on how you look at it, as you said, you can either be encouraged or frustrated. Because you can be encouraged that you know that this dude has this in his bag, or you can be frustrated because you know this dude has this in his bag. Mm -hmm. Either one. So you can sit there and say, oh, my God, I can't wait for him to develop it and, you know, give me the consistency of it. Or you can say, you've had this shit the whole time, and you've watched this team all season, and you're not doing this? It could go both ways with Patrick Williams, man. And – I don't know. I don't know. I haven't decided how I'd look at it yet, to be completely honest with you. I don't know if I'm frustrated or if I'm excited, but I guess I'm going to probably err towards excited just because of how I was acting, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, when he was hitting those shots and doing his thing. But he was on point tonight, man, man, and he is definitely, which is fun to say, he is not one of the reasons the Bulls lost this game tonight because Patrick Williams did his thing, man. He did. And it's nice to see. I mean, a very efficient 15 points off the bench. Yeah. At least for the remainder of this season, it seems like that off-the-bench role is the role for Pat. Yeah. Who knows next season and beyond? Yeah. Um, Who knows? That might have to do with whether or not the teammates around Pat change this offseason. Great point. Um, but when he plays with that kind of confidence, you, it's he just uh, pulls you back in. Yes, pulls you does. back into believing in him. And it's it's maddening. Godfather three. I do know that. That's right. Um, another one of the young fellows tonight had a rough game. And that's our guy Ayo. Oh. Um, I I I <laughs> I was looking at Bull's Twitter on my phone in the moment and I missed it and you rewound it for me, Dave. <laughs> he he airballed a twelve footer tonight. Matt, this this <sighs> I'm not even mad. That's amazing. <laughs> this is probably the worst game I've seen this young man play. It's rough. It was so bad. And he had so many opportunities, you know, to do. Io has found a niche for himself to be able to score for the Bulls within the middle mm -hmm. of situations. What I mean by that is, you know, when the game's going on and the flow is going on, 
and the Bulls have a lull within mm-hmm. the middle of the game, he's found a way to be able to to be efficient and go in and score a point or hit. He'll a get jump timely shot. transition buckets. Correct, correct. Just using his quickness, or, or just like you said, like yeah, exactly, or just cutting to the bucket, getting a layup, or or a nice little pull up or something. You mm-hmm. know, he'll do something within the middle of of the of the uh, of the ruckus that's going on. He'll do something within the middle of that to keep the Bulls in the game or to, or to push the lead forward. We've seen it. This game, Matt, though, the man airballed a pull-up. The man threw the ball at the referee when he was trying to make a move. I still don't know what he was looking at, but he threw the ball at the referee. Y'all, he put up the Tony Snail on him, man, and you don't want to put up the Tony Snail. Zero points, zero rebounds, zero assists, one steal, no blocks, 0-2 from the field. He didn't attempt the three-point shot. He was a minus six, one turnover, two fouls in 17 minutes. It was a tough game for our guy, Ayo DeSumo. And you know we love some Ayo DeSumo around these parts. We made a T-shirt to show you how much we love Ayo DeSumo around these parts. But we're going to be fair out here, man. He just did not have it tonight. And, and he didn't have it on either side of the ball because he couldn't guard anyone as well either, Matt. There were a few. There was a one and one in particular that I remember that he gave up because mm-hmm. he was bodying a little too tough. Mm-hmm. He couldn't dribble out there because guys were on his ass as right. well, man. He just completely disappeared to the point where I was like, "Man, Billy, you're gonna have to take him out the game, bro. You got to you got to replace him, man. You got to put somebody else in. He don't have it tonight. But man, again, I've said this a million times, and I said it the last game, Matt, where he had a really ass game. I said he's one guy I don't worry about because the next game he comes back, realizes his mistakes, and and performs well for the Bulls. I'm expecting that from Ayo DeSumo in this next game tomorrow against the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm expecting a better game from him. I know he knows what he did tonight. You know he looked at that. He's looking at that tape right now and is pissing them the hell off when he's sitting there watching it, as much as it pissed us the hell off to sit there and actually watch it. Because, man, dude, he just didn't have any side of his game going. And that's that's what makes it tough. No side. Either your offense is bad or your defense is bad. No side was working for him tonight, Matt. And that was probably the most surprising thing about it. Uh, I'm just going to pick this one comment about Billy. Um, cause there I've, I've seen several and we can't ignore the Billy haters. They are a part of Bulls nation. Shout we out. Will acknowledge your existence. Shout out. Uh, let's go with Miggs who said Billy loves a small ball lineup. Why Billy? Why Drummond played well in the first half and you insert DJJ just to match the Hawks small ball. Uh, Miggs followed that up with. Uh, a, something along the lines of like fire Billy. Billy's the problem. Billy, I lost it. Bill, Billy is one of the problems all season long. How can you not blame him? Okay. To make a minor correction to your statement what about you the whole small ball thing. What do you think? Drummond actually was the next one off the bench in the second half as well, which is different. We had recently seen Billy go Drummond first half. Didn't like it. DJJ out of the gate in the second half when it came time for bench minutes. That was not the case tonight. He went back to Drummond and then didn't go to Derrick Jones Jr. until the fourth quarter when, as another adjustment, it's like, okay, well, maybe Drummond and the size ain't getting it done for us as far as paint, defense, and rebounding. Maybe Derrick Jones Jr. can go out there and light a spark for us because you know what Derrick Jones Jr. does is light sparks occasionally. Yes. Like, if 
If, if you're going to criticize Billy, criticize him for the right shit. That's all I ask. Yeah. And that observation from you is not entirely accurate. Yeah, yeah. We don't mind criticizing around these parts. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> if you want to criticize Billy as partially to blame for the Bulls coming out as flat as they did tonight accurate. in a big-ass game like this, yeah. sure, that's yeah. fair. You got to be accurate, though. If we're going to get the criticism on guys, you got to be accurate with it, man. We don't mind giving it to people at all. But you got to be accurate with it, man. And Billy Donovan was actually at the bottom of my list as to why the Bulls didn't win this game because he has nothing to do with how the Bulls performed coming out in the first quarter flat as they was. You know, Zach Levine tried to come out and provide them, you know, with something. He was on his thing. Right. Everybody else was flat on their ass. If, if, there, if I do have one stern critique of Billy oh, tonight, come it's on not playing Zach enough minutes. Boom. Come on with that, Matt. <laughs> get Zach back out there. 33 minutes for him, man. The other critique I had was he didn't get the players out early enough. Well, okay. When, well, when the game was over. I was like, get them out the game. And then there was that game. long officials timeout yes. to review whether or not there was a goaltend. I was like, sit them down. And then they still came back. Out. And yep. then there was a foul and then a free throw. And then he called and the timeout. Took, right, exactly. I was like, what are we doing, though? Why did they even come back out? Sit their ass down. We knew the game was over. Like, sit them down. But, regard- but again, he was not the reason. I'm not putting this one on Billy at all. The players did not come out there to perform and do their job. Do their job. They didn't do their thing at all tonight. Vooch did what he did as far as his 19 and 10, but he played 34 minutes and had a 19 and 10. He was 8 of 15. He was 0 of 2 from 3. Oh, man, we need to talk about three-point shoot. 7 oh, of yeah. 30. I believe it came up one. in the it, opening but rant. But I'm saying we didn't get into it. 7 of 31. That is 22% from the three-point line. Pathetic. Uh, <laughs> that is bad. I mean, shout out to our guy, Chief C, who said small ball isn't the issue. It's not ideal, but the more problematic issue is anyone, anyone, Bueller, lack of three-point shooting. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Go on, bring it back. That's what he did right there. Oh, 22%. 22% is bad. It's bad, guys. And, again, the Bulls aren't a great three-point shooting team, but when you shoot like that and you don't do anything else well, you're going to lose the game. Again, against the Memphis Grizzlies, because me and you were sitting there talking about it, they hit only, what, like seven, nine threes or something like that? It was yeah. like nine to 31 or mm-hmm. seven to 31. It was something bad like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But it didn't bother you because they played such good defense and Zach Levine was cooking and their field goal percentage was really high, and they were getting stops. Yeah. You know, they were doing their job as far as the stops were concerned. They weren't doing that tonight. Them stops weren't coming. So it becomes more glaring when you don't do those things, man. And that's the issue we got right here. And that's why we sitting here like, what the hell? That's why we sitting here looking at Ayo DeSumo. That's why I'm sitting here looking at Vooch. You know, that's why I'm sitting here uh, uh, looking, looking at uh, Zach Levine. What was Zach Levine? From three to nine. Let me go look this He up. was one of seven, I one believe. It was rough. One of seven. He is your, honestly, if we're going to be for real, he's your best three-point shooter. Yeah. He can't be one of seven. Well, yeah, that's you what happens. You can't do it. When your best three-point shooter is one of seven, you end end up as a team yeah. shooting 22%. When your second one is Kobe White and he's 0 of 4? That can't be your thing. And Kobe White was trying out there, but he was three of 10. From the field, seven points, one rebound, three assists, one steal. When he, remember when he took it all the way 
on that two-on-one and got blocked because <laughs> he wouldn't give the ball. Me and Joey were sitting there talking about it. Like, no, bro, you're supposed to give that ball back to Io, and then you get it back, and then you go score. You can't let the defense know exactly what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You you can't uh, – uh, you can't – I can't remember the word right now, but you can't dictate it. You can't right. show them exactly what you're trying to do and then go to the bucket like that. No, that's not going to work, man. They they saw him like, oh, he's not passing the ball. Guess who right. I'm going to go block a shot on? Yeah. This yeah. mug right here. Um, it was tough. I'm sorry. we got to take our next ad break. But before we do that, I'm, and I don't want to keep harping on it, Miggs, who said, yeah, small ball isn't the issue when most of the time the Bulls get out-rebounded. I assume you say that sarcastically. They were getting out-rebounded before Billy went small. Facts. And then he tried something else. Facts. So he's not supposed to try something? I'm not ignoring that, P-Will supporter. Every yeah, lineup is small ball. It's a small team. Right. Unless they're trying playing Vucevic and Drummond again, next to each other. As I told you, that they love guards like the Hawks love wings. And like, that's the thing. Billy has gone in and out of big versus small all season long based right. on matchups, based on trends, whatever. Yeah. For the first two-thirds of the season, they were an elite defensive rebounding team. Yeah. Over the last month... They have plummeted and now are one of the worst defensive rebounding teams. And it has nothing to do with Billy's rotations because yes. he's playing Drummond some and he's playing Jones some. He's playing big some. He's playing small some. Thank you, AK. Telegraph. God. Telegraph the plate. Thank you, AK. That's exactly what I meant. That's exactly what I meant. Christ on a cracker. Christ on a goddamn cracker. Let's, oh. let's talk about our friends at DraftKings. And when, when we come back, hopefully we'll hear from our... Our guy, Will the Goat Gottlieb. Hey! Uh, tonight's DraftKings king of the game. Despite one of seven from downtown, you need him to shoot those threes. Yeah. Everything else about his game I thought was solid tonight. It is Zach Levine. No horns, Our DraftKings king of the game. No horns. In the losing effort. Even with one of seven, he still finished 11 of 21. So shot 50% overall from the field. Finished with the team high 26 for the Bulls. Also dished out six assists. Had three boards. Kept the turnovers low with two. Yeah. Love seeing all of that from Zach Levine, our DraftKings king of the game. One more reminder, you see that promo code up in the corner of the top right of your screen. Promo code CHGO when you sign up as a new user at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gets you that incredible offer of $5 down on any NBA action, any Bulls action, whatever you want, and instantly getting $200 in bonus bets. Yeah. Just as a thank you. That's it. And a you're welcome. And go have fun on DraftKings. I'm doing it all the time. All the time. Made myself a pretty penny betting UConn last night. Oh, prettiest of pennies. Congrats penis. to the Huskies. Shout out to the Huskies. Congrats also to me. won the draft pool, sir. Won the CHGO won. Uh, bracket challenge. Yes, he did. Because he's Matt Peck. Bulls should trade something to move into the end of the lottery. Take UConn Husky sophomore guard Jordan Hawkins. That's Joey Spathis right there. That is what I would love. I mean, listen, it's a trendy thing with March Madness going on. He's a he's a really high rise riser yeah. in the tournament. Stuff like this doesn't always work. But you guys would like go watch a little bit of his tape. This guy is literally stopping on a dime, catching, elevating, shooting. It would be Joey, it would be a, a, a beautiful sight to see at the United Center. Joey, next can year. I do something real quick for you, sir? Shout out Joey Spathis right now for also calling. Who was going to score the first bucket he of the it. game? Thank I you. told y'all, don't go against that man. I said it didn't make sense it's to true. make go against Joey Call it. I didn't see how it worked tonight. And what happened? Joey Spathis knew who was getting that bucket. Shout out to you, Joey Spathis, for doing your thing. Thank and you, Dave. I appreciate that. DraftKings. Don't forget that promo code CHGO. 
when you sign up. Chicago! Hello. You already got the best coverage for your favorite sports team, so get fitted on the best sports game around. Where you get that from? You get it from Foco. Because Foco got you covered from Soldier Field to the living room. No sides of the South. Hoodies, slippers, sides, bobbleheads, everything in betwixt. Get that collectible! Hey, whoop. With apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles, who that is? Uh, that is Foco. Looking for that perfect gift in the football fan in your life? Football, baseball, soccer, whatever you play. Guess what? They got you covered with them hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. So check out Foco.com or click the link in the description below. For all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off because it's Foco Fo Show. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. That's why he's the MVP. That's why he's the GOAT. The GOAT. The GOAT. Joining us now on the Gut Talk Hotline, it's our guy, Will the Go Gottlieb. Perfectly quaffed. Follow okay. that man on Twitter at Will underscore Gottlieb for all of his Bulls coverage. Uh, William, biggest game of the season, arguably, with everything that was on the line tonight, could not have been the result and the effort that Billy and his guys were looking for. Yeah, yeah. Just leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, look, they—you don't hear—you don't hear very often uh, after these post games about like they wanted it more than us. We didn't try hard enough. Like there was the effort wasn't there. Like there's always sort of an execution, a tactical error that went wrong uh, that went wrong along the way, and I think there were plenty of those to go around. But to hear just how like. Billy never really like goes too high or too low. I don't think he really sounded defeated, but like in the locker room, you could definitely tell that was, I mean, they knew the stakes of that game. They knew how important that game was to their season and the chance to play a play in game at home. And more than that, I think just like get the sour taste out of this season out of their mouths and like finish on a higher note. Um, And to kind of go out the way, not that the season's over, they still have more games. Not that this has necessarily decided anything, it hasn't locked anybody in anywhere, but to have this kind of game in, a, in an important moment like that um, just kind of takes you back to some of the really bad losses they've had this year. And it kind of makes you question the true identity of this team. Is it more the second half team, the post all-star team? Is it more the first half team that just was completely inconsistent? Is it a combination? Um are they better now, but still have these same structural flaws that we've been talking about all year? I lean that way. And that's why, as I'm sure we'll spend months talking here after the play in tournament and the playoffs end um, about how important it is that even though the bulls had a better stretch than the year, they have a lot of changes to be made this summer. And I think um, to have a game like that in the situation really hammers that home. Well, knowing how you've watched this team all season long, did it surprise you that in the game, you know, that is what's considered the biggest one of the season, that they came out so flat? Or since you've been watching them all season long, you're like, yeah, this is kind of par for the course for this squad. Oh, we were talking about a pregame, and I was like, you know, Trey's out, DeAndre Hunter's out. They're getting a little comfortable. They had a great win on Sunday. Let's – pump the brakes here a little bit because I think they're getting a little little cocky a little confident um and you know they've come back from down 10 or 15 but when you go down 10 and you can't start forcing 20 turnovers in one half 
it just becomes impossible to get back in these games. The way they shot the ball uh, up and down the roster, Kobe didn't really have it tonight. Um, Patrick Beverly was, you know, I think he made a couple of threes there, but he was missing a lot. Zach, just under um, or, or just over 50% from the field, but only one of seven from deep. DeMar, seven of 17. So nobody really had it going. Um, and those nights happen. But as we've talked about, again, they need to play perfect. And part of that is scoring efficiently to overcome the lack of three-point shooting. Part of that is not giving up second chance points or turning the ball over. Um, and even if they do all those things, sometimes it just might not matter because at the end of the day, other teams are talented too. So um, yeah, I mean, just, just kind of a disappointing, exhausting performance for a team that like, you know, somebody asked after the game, like, did you think you were past these games? Do you think you were past these moments and Zach was just like, obviously not. Uh, before you hopped on, Will, we were talking about if there was a bright spot from tonight, um, one of them definitely seemed to be Patrick Williams, who showed us one of those strong performances off the bench, giving us a, a versatile night, scoring the ball, looking confident doing so, and also bringing you what you expect him to bring you on defense. What do you think about Pat tonight? Yeah, he looked great. I mean, that's pretty much the best you can hope for, I think, with Pat, certainly in the smaller bench role that he's been occupying since Patrick Beverly came to town. Uh, I think a lot of it for him just depends on shot making because obviously when the shot's going in, you get the points and you get um, like the higher efficiency numbers, but you also get a more aggressive Patrick who's going to continue to try to get downhill. What I thought was great about the way he played today was that he kind of understood that there wasn't being you know, there wasn't a lot of good offense being generated and he took it upon himself to try to do that. So I thought he created some really good shots for himself. I think the first one, he had like a jab step and then attacked baseline for a dunk, had a nice fadeaway jumper. I just thought he looked really confident and aggressive going to the basket and the Bulls needed all of his 15 points. Obviously it still wasn't enough, but uh, to get that kind of spark offensively from him, you know, generated a couple of blocks, a couple of steals, two of each. I, I thought that was a fantastic game from him. Well, between Kobe White and Ayo DeSumo, um, I'm wondering which one surprised you the most with just how not well uh, they played tonight. Because Kobe, you know, had seven points, but, he, you know, three of ten from the field, over four from three, a couple of turnovers. But Ayo DeSumo basically put up the Tony, Stale, Tony Snell stat line uh, in, in 17 minutes. Which, which one kind of surprised you with, with how they played this evening? Um, I think they were both not very surprising, I guess. Maybe Io, if, if you're going to put a gun to my head. Um, there's going to be nights where Kobe goes bananas from the field, and he's been doing that for the last couple of weeks. That's not always going to maintain. You know, he's, he's been shooting like 7 of 12 or, you know, 6 of 9. Like, as good as he is of a scorer, nobody's that good. So those numbers are going to fluctuate. But Io... You know, I thought he defended pretty well for the minutes that he was out there. Obviously, his role has also gotten a lot smaller since Patrick Beverly and Alex Cruz have moved in the starting lineup. Um, again, it just shows the flaws of this roster because there are guys who are really good defenders but don't give you enough offensively. There are guys like Kobe who, although he has improved defensively, he's not like a stopper out there. Um, and so when the half of their game that's supposed to be working isn't, it just there's no depth on this team. And, um, you know, Patrick had it for a little bit. They tried 
Andre Drummond at center. They tried Derek Jones at center. Like Billy was trying to press buttons, but um, I mean, I think they got outworked, out talented tonight. And um, you know, a lot of times it just does come come down to making and missing shots. Um, obviously, they missed more shots than they made, and, and the Hawks made more. So that kind of plays into it. But again, I think just like the the defeated way that they went down, I, I felt like even Kobe's spark plug scoring couldn't really get them out of that. Even Io's defense couldn't really get them out of that tonight. So what happens tomorrow night when this team has to go play the Bucks on the second night of a back-to-back, Will? So the Bucks won tonight, I believe, right. and they are um, pretty much locked into the one seed. They're three ahead of I Boston? With three to play, but with three I to play. Boston has the tiebreaker. So they haven't yeah, clinched the so, one seed after tonight, They, but they could tomorrow? I suppose they could. I also wonder, like last year, they kind of tanked their last game so that they could get the Bulls in the first round. I remember. And I wonder if they might do the opposite this year and help the Bulls out so that they can hopefully play them in the first round. Are you suggesting um, the Bulls can win two play-in games, Will? I just, I Suggest just don't it. know how to read this team. I, I don't know how to read this team. When things, when you don't expect something from them, they deliver. When you do expect something that they don't, um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they won. But I also think that they could just be a little bit defeated. They know that they're kind of locked into this tenth spot, and I would not be surprised if they kind of coast into the sunset here and try to load up for the playoffs. Like Caruso's got the foot injury. Javante hasn't played at all, but he's been injured. Wouldn't be surprised if if those guys are out, or maybe even DeRozan. Or Zach get some get some rest games. Uh, we uh, we got to hustle out of here because we got to let the CSGO Blackhawks crew do their thing, their post game show. Blackhawks just uh, got a W over Calgary. No, we're good. Um, Will, <laughs> thank you for popping into post game. Everybody, make sure you're reading I everything. Promise. Will the I goat writes on allchgo.com. <laughs> Follow him for all of his Bulls reporting updates, <laughs> tidbits, video breakdowns, all the great stuff he does for us. Will underscore Galib on the Twitter machine. Golf King. Golf King <laughs> in the house. Uh, we all will be at the Beacon Tap out in Des Plaines tomorrow Woo! for that Bulls box game. We hope to see you there. You could still RSVP on that event bright site. We got over 50 RSVPs already, guys. There it is. Shout out to y'all, Bulls Nation. Hopefully, uh, everybody comes through and has a wonderful time. We will be there doing pregame from the bar. Tip off 630, pregame at 6. I'm going to get there early. Of course you will. Scope are. it out. You're Matt Pack. Anybody come on by. The bar opens at 11 a.m., so show up whenever you want to show up. We'll be there. And uh, we will be there to uh, do pregame, watch the Bulls, and have some fun. Uh, For Will, for Joey, for Big Dave, I'm Peck. Thanks for watching Bulls Nation. Uh, We made the play-in. Yes! We're going to play pre-postseason, baby! Somebody's not going to take their shirt off like Pat Bev and jump up on the table? No, no I'm they got to win some. I'm not crying tears oh, right. of joy. I'll do that if they win the play. If they game. win some, then you can do all that. All right, yes. great, great. But we're Book in it. there. We got a ticket to the pre-post dance. <laughs> and we I watched there. Big Dave pretend to be in the driver's seat of a car, but just in one of our rolly chairs of the office, uh, making the backing up noise. <laughs> As I said to him, we just backed our way into the tenth seat. We was in there. The parallel was, was pretty. The parallel was this pretty. Whole, this it's whole all year I know. To get in the van. Come on, man. <laughs> 
No, not the van yet. The van ain't here. We in the car right now, Will. We yeah. in the car. Couple, couple yeah. more days, Dave. Yep. No, hey, man, I'll take it. Then well, I got time to get some gas. Shout out. I got time. Shout out to the Cubs crew who were here earlier tonight. Uh-huh. Shout out to the Blackhawks crew who are on deck. Shout out. Fun night hanging out. CHO Studios after it dark. It was fun. It was I love fun. it. Three teams yes. in action for us Chicago sports fans. We'll see y'all at Pika Tap tomorrow night. Until Always, then, Rob. See Red be good. Peace, y'all. See you tomorrow. Come hang out. Watch party. Steven!